Hey there everyone, thanks again for tuning into Sin's Workshop. I know, it's been a while. Um, I got pretty sick uh, for the past two weeks. And I still have uh, a lot of congestion and I'm still coughing a lot. So, <laughs> see, thank you. <coughs> thank you for sticking by me. Um, so, you know, I'm finally getting into, getting back into the swing of things with all my recording. Um, and, oh, God, I hate being sick. It always sets me back. <laughs> it always sets me back. Um, but you know what? I'm, I'm on the mend. Um, so today we are going to be talking about After Love by Tanya Byrne. Uh, this book came, you know, one of the selling points of this book, and you see it online, you know, if you go to Goodreads, if you go to Barnes & Noble, if you go to Amazon, that first line, you know, the tagline of the blurb is, the lesbian love story you've been waiting for so it is quite um that's quite a claim if you think about it and it does attract your attention you're like huh is it so it could either be bad you know it could work good you know well for the publisher or poorly for the publisher <laughs> depending on how you interpret the book uh, for me personally, I really did enjoy uh, the story. And I do enjoy how it was broken up. You know, you have the after, and it's only a chapter. Um, it is just a chapter. Um, is it? I, I remember it only being after, and then love, and then 11 months later. Um... And I already put the book into storage, so I can't, I, I don't have my notes on me anymore, unfortunately. Yes, there's no room in my house. So I pack up my books. Once the box is filled, it goes into storage. And that was the last box in the box. <laughs> I just have a storage unit full of books at this point. Um, but anyway, <coughs> pardon me. See, that's what I'm talking about. Myself, a really thick cough. Um, I like how the story was broken up. You know, that first chapter, it does set up who Ash is as a character. She is a reaper. It sets up that moment, and then she's caught up in her emotions and her feelings and her memory of her love of Poppy, you know, her first true love's kiss, so to speak. And then you're given an idea of the story, you know. You're given the idea that love transcends death, you know. And I like that. I really do enjoy um, that concept because, you know, we all have a lot of ideas of what happens after death. Uh, but there's, you know, no one knows, not for sure. <laughs> um, and that was my takeaway for this novel, you know. And the author lets you know that right at the beginning, in that first chapter, that love is transcending death because Ash is dead, you know. Um, and that's not a spoiler. They let you know that in the blurb, she was in an accident. She died. Um, and then as the story progresses, you have 
her first meeting with Poppy. And you're getting to know Ash as a character. You know, you're getting to know her familiar life. You're getting to know her relationship with her friends. She is out of the closet, but to an extent. Um, she, her mother knows, her sister knows, her friends know, everyone knows, except her father. And that has to do with, you know, her culture and her upbringing. She's not really sure how her father is going to take that information. So, you're getting to know what it's like to be part of the LGBTQ community and be out, but not be out with everyone. And I think that there, that does speak to a lot of readers out there. You know, this is an integral part of yourself that you want to share with your loved ones. Um, but you're scared about how they're going to react. And I mean, there are scenes with Ash, um, and her mother, and it just, oh, the small little things fill her with such joy. Like, instead of saying, um, no boys before college, she says no girls before college. And it just kind of comes out. And her mother was very, um, accepting to a point. I mean, her mother loves her. Her mother supports her. Her mother respects her. But even Ash could feel like she felt like in a way she was just kind of disappointing her. Um, and I don't think that that's how her mother wants her to make her feel. So she tries, you know, she, she makes that effort. Um, she becomes more comfortable with the idea of her daughter being part of the LGBTQ community. She loves her unquestionably and in a way does support her relationship. You know, when she asks, when she tells her mother about the girl, um, her mother doesn't say things like, are you sure? You know, maybe she's, you know, she doesn't say derogatory things that would demean her sexuality. She says, do you love her? You know, she asked, do you love her? And her mom's, and, you know, she says yes. And her mom's like, okay, well then let's invite her to dinner. You know, we can teach her how to make roti. And I think that that's really great. Yeah. I, I like the support system that Ash has. And I like the familial aspect of the storytelling here. Um, I like how we're really getting to the core of who Ash is as a character and why she falls so deeply in love with Poppy. You know, Poppy's kind of... <coughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. Poppy is like her opposite, but not really. And I do like Poppy as a character. And I do like that their relationship starts at a more friendly point. Like, these are two people... Um, I found it relatable because it reminded me of, you know, when I first met my husband, how we were just kind of like going on dates to get to know one another, um, just talking a lot. And then you have, and that's exactly what's happening with, you know, Ash and Poppy. They're getting to know one another. They're forming a friendship 
they're forming this attraction they're letting one another know like hey like i'm into you but i'm not about playing games uh i mean one of the very first things that poppy asks ash is like are you out you know because like i don't want to be like that secret girlfriend you have and ash is the same way she's fooled around with girls who ghost her or just like eh, i was drunk oh it was just a phase you know the girls who are either scared of their sexuality or are still trying to figure out their sexuality and don't want to be ostracized for their attraction to girls and that's always left feeling ash kind of hollow you know like a throwaway and she gets why poppy asked that it's just like uh i'm out like i'm out with my family i'm out with my friend i'm out with my very close friends because she goes to an all-girls school so Again, she doesn't want to be ostracized, but she is out and she doesn't want to have a secret relationship. She's like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. And I think that that's really great because she is highlighting her own worth, but she's also highlighting the worth of their relationship. She's also highlighting the worth of Ash as a person in Ash's sexuality. It's like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. There's no secrecy. It's, I want to be in a relationship with you, and I want to be in a relationship with you for everyone to know. And I like that part of their relationship. I like... I like the love um, that I feel come off the pages. I will say that the meet cute early on it seemed very forced. It didn't. It didn't seem natural. You could tell the author was trying to make it seem very natural, but for me personally, I didn't find it to come off as natural. It felt very obviously like a forced meet cute, and to me, you know, I wasn't a huge fan. I was just like, mm, I'm not really feeling this relationship. But as the story progressed. Um, I became invested in them, especially once, you know, once Ash is dead and then Poppy sees her and it's just like only people who are about to die see rebirth and then you're like, oh shit, what's going to happen? And the scene, uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil the story, but it, it does have a really beautiful kind of bittersweet ending, you know, there's hope for it. There is hope at the end of it, and I think that that's the takeaway, that love does transcend death, and it is powerful enough to help you find someone you love dearly once they pass away. <coughs> So, is this a lesbian love story that we've been waiting for? Um, for me personally, no. Um, I did think it was a lovely story about love and romance. I don't think it was the lesbian love story for the ages. But you know what? That is a high cling to make and to live up to. But, you know, kudos for them for making that claim. It really did draw me in as a reader um 
So, you know, I liked it. Um, I think that there were some things that could have been worked on. Uh, a lot of the chemistry, it's it has more to do with like the initial character, char- um, chemistry between Cat. Um, at Cash between Ash and other characters that she meets throughout the story, it always comes off as stiff. It just doesn't feel very natural. Um, it it feels like the author showing you like, yeah, I'm starting this character off as kind of bitchy and this one and she's kind of lost and soon they're going to be best friends. I do, I will say this, I like the development of the characters and their relationships. By the end of the book, like I was 100% there, I 100% believed the friendships, I believed the love, I was invested. It was just those initial meetings between Ash, I don't know if it has to do with Ash personally as a character or whenever she's introducing a new character, she's Burn. Um, I don't know their pronouns. Burn is um, trying to do something and I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Um, but I did like the story. I really did. I thought it was captivating. I thought it was engaging. I I did read it. And I was invested by the end. And I think that that's the goal. You know, the author showing you that love does transcend death. And it leaves you hopeful. Um, so I do have to give this book three and a half out of five stars. Uh, for me, it did not live up to its claim. But again, that is a really high claim. And, you know... Kudos to them for having the balls to claim it. Um, and I, I, I do think it is worth the read. Um, I was, like I said, by the end I was invested in these characters. Um, and it does leave me hopeful. So three and a half out of five stars. Remember, if you're going to purchase the book, to please purchase the book from your local bookseller or online book retailer. <coughs> I do ask that you just support bookstores versus Amazon. You have to remember... Amazon sells books cheaper because the publisher is selling it to them cheaper, which does end up undercutting the profits to the actual um, author, you know. So just support your local bookstores and your local booksellers. I will include links to Barnes & Noble and Bookshop, which connects you to independently owned bookstores everywhere. And on that note, I hope you all continue to support me by liking this podcast, and subscribing to it. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and as always, happy reading.